Hey. Yes. Welcome, welcome back to Out of Time. I am Caitlin Crow, and I'm Jameson Hudson, and uh, we'll be your hosts for this evening. Yeah, for this. In case uh, you have forgotten, which I think is more in the case, in case of we have forgotten, uh, <laughs> this is our podcast about time travel and. Well, time travel about movies. time travel movies. Yeah, we're not, yeah, we're not here to discuss the theoretical <laughs> physics and ramifications of actual time travel. My notes are useless. Then <laughs> I got some great ideas. No, uh, this is our podcast that we use to discuss uh, a particular genre of science fiction, which is the beloved time travel movies yeah it's and it's uh we this week we watched time cop and (laughs) before we get into it i'm going to mention something this is the first podcast uh, episode of this podcast in like a year we have been full year it was the end of may of last year i'm pretty sure we have put off watching Time Cop for almost a year. And that is... One could say we committed too hard to the next movie. Oh, and we so did. We, we like, really did. Next movie's gonna be Time Cop. So for the past year, every couple of days, we've turned to each other and been like, you wanna watch Time Cop? And the answer has been... No. Yeah, it's <laughs> back back a year ago when we were bright eyed and bushy tailed. Um, we watched like the first ten minutes of it, and we're like, "Oh no!" Like I have to go to bed. Like this is exhausting. And we finally like we're like, "This has gone on long enough." Yeah. So this is our, I guess, our promise to dear listeners: we will be updating this more regularly. Yeah, yes, we will come back before twenty seventeen. Uh. You could say we, we finally found our footing. For those of you who are interested in listening to us ramble about other things, we have another podcast uh, called OC Later. It's about the OC. And so with the regular usage of that, we've come back to the... Yeah, we've we've come back and we we were finally like, God damn it, I guess we should watch Time Cop. So we did. So, all right, let's, let's just jump in. Time Cop came out in 1994. I was three. I was two. I also would like to say that I correctly guessed the year it came out just based off of general (laughs) ambiance. In the first, like, minute. It's like, yep, 94. (laughs) Uh, And they they jump right in. They jump right in uh, with a man trying to steal some Confederate gold. Yeah, in Gainesville, Georgia. Which... Is I imagine to be as garbage as the Gainesville I'm familiar with in Florida. Yeah, Gainesville just doesn't. Oh, doesn't sound like an idyllic location. Yikes! Okay, so here is where my questions come in. No. Oh, immediately! Oh, immediately! immediately. Great! Okay, I do it. not understand this scene. I guess it's to be like, like who are those guys traveling through time? Because they then tried to sell something in, like, a completely unrelated plot, and it doesn't make any sense! Yeah, yeah, okay, so we'll jump ahead. Yeah, so basically, we see this guy who I would say was Caucasian. 
Caucasian, correct? It was a it was a white guy, right? Oh yeah, no. Okay. Uh, hold on, this is why I ask. Okay, so a white guy basically he's dressed correctly in period garb, seems yes. to be just a normal person, tries to convince these Confederate bros to give him some gold, and they're like, no. And then he pulls out an automatic weapon. And well, like a them. crazy future weapon. Yeah, crazy future weapon, and shoots them. Then we come back to our current time where there. No, we don't. We don't come back. We come back. We go back to 1994. Okay. okay which okay. is not the current time of the film. Which is so. We're doing a time jump. Like, that's insane. Okay. So we come back to what I incorrectly assumed was current time. And I'll argue with that further, but I'm trying to get this explained so I can bring up my point. 1994, where there is a conversation being happening with some sort of Senate committee about the fact that time travel now exists. But they, okay, this is what what confuses me. It's like, so basically they're like some Middle Eastern terrorists got control of the tech and were and they only found them because they were trying to buy weapons with gold. Yes. Okay, first of all, the guy in the beginning did not look Middle Eastern. Second of all, they don't explain anything about how, like, the time travel technology. They're just like, oh, hey, remember the the scientist who got us into space? Well, he's figured out time travel. And other people, and now terrorists have it. Like, how did they get it? How did they, yes! If, If it's just some dude in the lab creating it, like, did he send out a memo? Did he like? I I don't understand. That's exactly it. And they're like, we need. We've created time travel. These other guys use it. We need to create like a government agency. It's so like for the American it. government to just want to start <sighs> regulating. Shit. Just immediate regulation of time travel, which is like here here begs. This is what begs the question: destroy the work. Just fucking nuke it. Destroy all the notes. Everything involved. Like, why did we research this if, like, no one's allowed to use it and, like, you can't do anything? Like, that's... And that, honestly, and just sitting there and (laughs) it just filled me with such rage. It's like, why? Why did we do this? Why did you let this happen? If you don't give it fuck, and you're like, this is an incredibly dangerous thing. So let's just heavily regulate it, which is, oh, I just don't right. like no. it. No, instead you should be like, cool, we know how to do it in the event that we ever need it, but we should probably not ever need it and destroy everything. Yeah, like it's just it just is dumb, and I feel like feel like we should be like, well, okay, unanimous decision. Let's move on to something else. But also, yeah, and at that point, they're talking about stuff. I just had a really good point. I lost my train of thought. But yeah, it's just. Yeah, I will say the one thing: like you can only go back in time. Oh, this is that's right. They explain the rules. They so they set up really early what the rules are. You can only go back in time. You can't go forward because the future hasn't happened yet is their explanation. And that you can't do anything when you go back in time because it creates ripples. Well, yeah, because it's going to change It's gonna yeah. change the future and they don't want you to do that. So, like, you can't go back in time and kill him. Like, they specifically, <laughs> yeah. Godwin's Law is instantaneous, <laughs> uh, which I just, things I always notice. 
But yeah, like they just, it's immediately brought, brought up with that. And the same like breath that they say that they've discovered time travel, which They're brings like, me back to my point that why do we have this? They're like, okay, so we discovered time travel, but we cannot go back and kill Hitler. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They go meet him. To which, if I'm in the meeting, my response is, then what's the fucking point? Yeah, exactly. Just be like, okay, <laughs> the, you call me to this fucking meeting for what purpose? It's like all the goddamn meetings I ever get called to. Like, are we, why are we doing this? It's total, like, the epitome of hashtag this could have been an email. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> just a memo. Memo, guess what, guys? We just got over time travel, but decided, nah, brah. Yeah, <laughs> like, that would have saved a lot of, a lot of, a lot of trouble. But, uh, we also, in this scene, who then becomes our main villain... We recognize uh, Bruno from the West Wing. Yes, Bruno, Bruno from the West Wing, and um, this is the only other thing I've ever seen him in. Yeah. Uh, but when I was watching the West Wing, I was like, you don't know what? He'd be a great villain. Like he seemed very <laughs> nefarious. So I'm like, so it's like, oh, congrats, time cop people for a plus a plus casting, and uh, and then we. Go to the next. Scene. Oh, sorry. Were you? No, I was just gonna say, and then and and then we meet um, Sloan Sloan from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I think which was Melissa. What it is, Sloan. Melissa. It's Sloan. Uh, but and once again, only ever other thing I've ever seen this person in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what her like acting name. Is. Like what her name? Is. <laughs> what her acting name is? <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the acting names? Uh, yeah, and she plays the wife of Jean-Claude Van Damme, who is the hero of this story from a story structure point of view. So, so um, from the, oh, Mia Sarah is her name. Well, that's two first names, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, she won an award. What award did she win? Was it for Ferris Bueller's Day? No, she won a Saturn Award. For this? For Best Supporting Actress in this. Interesting. I, well, I mean, I guess, like, whatever. She was acting up until 2012. She was in a miniseries called The Witches of Oz and Dorothy and the Witches of Oz. I don't uh, think that's American. I don't, I, yeah, that's... <laughs> all right, you betting... I'm saying Australian. What are we saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Australian. I don't think it's English. What, is it American? It says country of origin, United States. Who distribute... Where, like... Was it, like... Was it, like, an infomercial channel? I don't know. All right, well, look, Billy Boyd was in it. Oh, you know what? I I love him, but that speaks volumes. Uh, okay. Anyway, so John Claude Van Damme. We meet him. Well, first we meet him picking up his wife, which was cute. But for me, the real iconic moment of this of this scene, this first scene, the iconic moment of the goddamn film. Is is that there is a uh, a miscreant on a skateboard in this? No, mall. he's not on a skateboard. He's on rollerblades. <laughs> he My is rollerblading. Roller who is uh, a purse snatcher? Sna- 
woman's purse, and Jean-Claude Van Damme sees this and immediately has to go and stop it. We don't know why yet. We do not know that he is a cop. We just know that... Well, I think here's, here is the assumption that we go through. I don't think Jean-Claude Van Damme has ever had a role where he is not a cop. Okay, so, so I guess one of like, you're not seeing this movie because you're like, this looks like a fun premise. You're seeing this for Jean-Claude Van Damme. And so... Or JCVD, <laughs> as I will refer to him, as that is less clunky. <laughs> but at this point, can we call him the muscles from Brussels? <laughs> <laughs> the muscles from Brussels. Yep, I was that's about, fine. That's one of his nicknames, and I was like, yes, yes it is. Um, anyway... So he goes to, like, stop this purse snatcher. And instead of, like, stopping him by, like, putting a hand out, or even close... I'm a good fan of a good clothesline. Oh, you mean <laughs> conventional methods to stop someone who's rollerblading towards you? Yeah. High no, speed. instead, he just sticks his foot out. Like, it's not a kick. There's no motion. It's <laughs> just, like, it's a... What he does is, <laughs> as someone who did Tybo, he is holding a high kick. He's holding a high kick. He looks like a bird of prey. It is the dumbest goddamn thing I've ever seen. And my, my he... don't say in capital letters, use your hands! <laughs> yeah. And he, like, here's the thing. He doesn't, like, do... He doesn't do any sort of, like, kick motion or follow through. He just... Holds his goddamn leg up like that. And it's like, yeah, 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 this is what's gonna stop him. But, like, this guy, this kid is on rollerblades. And, you know, if I'm a criminal on rollerblades, I'm not gonna necessarily give a fuck about some guy whose foot is in my face. Just yeah. go right through him. GC, JCVD's leg is broken. And it's a mess. But, yeah, so that happened. And I, that's what I was like, oh, yep, yeah, that's how it is. And then we go immediately to the next scene where this movie earns its, I'm assuming, R rating. If there are two moments in which it gets the R rating, this is the very gratuitous sex scene. No plot point. And literally, we're, what, ten minutes in? There has not been a plot. We know that time travel exists, but J, uh, JCVD's, like... Uh, purpose within the plot has not been established. We just have a good long scene of him fucking his wife. Yeah, you just do it and they kiss in a real gross way that I'm not alright with. That I'm... Yeah, like, I'm sorry. I do not want to see that. Like, that is disgusting. That does not translate to film at all. Like, keep your goddamn tongues in your mouth. It's the same problem I have with the Top Gun, uh, which it actually sort of, they shot it similar to the Top Gun sex scene. They did. Where, where it's like all in the dark, and the fact that you can, you always see like the shadows of tongues, and that's gross. Like, I'm not alright with that. But yeah, so, he fucks her, she has something to tell him. Which it's, everyone in the audience knows she's pregnant. Yeah, but, okay, so here's the other thing. It, it is, and this is, I have not seen a lot from JCVD, but no. I have seen things of his before. And this is just, I just, why is his name Max Walker? Like, he is, 
not American, and they like bring up the weird. They bring up Aster. She's like, "How could he understand you?" Yeah. Just like, give him. Just call him JCVD. Just give him the real name. Like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, Max Walker is such an American name. Like, even like I don't think he can even say it. Like, I think he has trouble. Like, he says it in the weirdest accent possible. Yeah, just give him like. Make him like Paul, or you know, if you want something simple, or like, uh, you know, Jean. Jean. Jean? Yeah, exactly. Jean. That's it. Jean. Don't have to call him Jean Claude. Jean. Jean. (laughs) Hello, I'm Jean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I would pay so much money to have like some sort of weird dub like that. (laughs) Bonjour! But yeah, it's just, I don't know. And that's just a reoccurring thing in his movies that it's like, yeah, let's give him, let's give him a real American name, make him a cop and a federal agent and just not talk about the fact that this man is very strange fighting skills and Um, and clearly foreign. Then there's like this whole scene where these guys come in and start attacking and they shoot up GCD yeah. and And they yeah, they go in and rape I'm assuming that she gets <laughs> raped. Um, <laughs> they heavily imply the rape. I wrote that down too. It is heavily implied that, that the rape occurs and that this is at the point the first time we watched it that we turned it off because we're like, okay, that's fine. Uh, that's enough. That'll do, pig. Um, we we turned it off. We had to push through this time though because I didn't want to watch that scene a third time. Uh, so... And she she dies, and then he, uh, I mean, takes a time travel job, which had only been an offer. Like, he'd been offered the cop position. So, my understanding is that he's a DC cop who now gets offered to work. Yeah, for the feds. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a time cop What are his qualifications? What kind of qualifications do you have to be a time cop? I assume he is a good cop. And okay. that makes him a good, that would make Candidate. him a good time cop. Oh, okay. Like, I mean, clearly they're not looking for anyone who has any sort of scientific knowledge. <laughs> um, it, just, it was just so peculiar. Like, they don't give you any backstory. We don't know anything about anybody except that when he comes in, he's a candidate and then he accepts the job. Yeah, and then it goes to 2000 and... It, well, no, it, it doesn't goes... Say two, it doesn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, you, gotta, you have to use context clues, although it might go... Okay, so here's the thing. We're not going to talk about this chronologically anymore, because my brain, like, turned off. I don't I don't understand what happens in what order after this. But... But basically, he's in 2014. Well, 2004, not 2014. Oh, that's right. It's only a 10-year time jump, which, but, like, a lot... And you know it's different, because his hair has changed. He's a mullet. An upsetting. Like, with, like, the sides greased up. I don't know. That hairstyle is highly upsetting. Well, it just, you can tell you have to blow-dry it. Dry it. And anytime oh. I have to sit there and watch, I don't know. I feel like I men... think his hair, his hair, I would also argue, is feathered. <laughs> yes. 
And, you know, like, I don't know. Like, how, how does he get those nice curls? The, the curls up in there. There's gel. There's blow drying. And he might have a curling wand. That's all I'm saying. Who but knows? Yes. So I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he basically has. Oh, God. Yeah. So the 2004 timeline is, like, super. It's. The technology is fucking weird as shit. Yeah, for it only being like ten years in the future, these these uh the prop guys and the the artistic directors They went wild. They they really took a lot of leaps with how far we were gonna get in ten years. Yeah, the cars are the weirdest thing. The cars are so I have weird. a major problem with the cars. Uh they're like fuck it it looks like um if you ever go to like Disneyland or Disney World and you go on Star Tours, they show you what the outside of the Star Cruiser looks like, and that's what those cars look like. Now here, I wrote something down interesting that I wanted to discuss with you. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, I present a discussion topic. Would you consider Dwayne The Rock Johnson the Jean-Claude Van Damme of our time? Oh, man. So... Here's the thing. I'm gonna let you guys in on a little little secret. I love The Rock. Uh, duh, he's amazing. He's this incredible. Is, this is my question. Both come from a more athletic, martial arts, boxing, physical. Uh, I just, The Rock came from a wrestling background, well, professional wrestling. wrestling. But like, and he played football. But yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, it's not, it's not like little, little Mr. Kickmaster over here. Okay, but both came from an athletic, yeah, professional athlete type Mm -hmm. lifestyle, and then became actors. Yeah, um, you know, well, I would say that (coughs) the, what, what The Rock did, truly professional wrestling, they're all fucking acting. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and I, so I would say no. I would say that The Rock is less JCVD and more like Sylvester Stallone. Hmm. Okay. Like, The Rock is definitely more loved. More beloved. More, much more beloved. And we also allow him more allowances of insanity, like, in, fa- in, in Fast and the Furious 7, when he flexes and the cast just, like, pops off, like, and you're like, ah! Oh my god! But I feel like we... Uh, Sylvester Stallone. But, but here's the thing, like, in 1994, like, at the height of JCBD's popularity, would you argue he would have been allowed the same... Because here's the thing. Here's the context. I don't know JCVD. Uh-huh. Um, I know he exists. And really, my, you only know him previous, my only previous context is the episode of Friends where Monica's freaking out because... Was Joey on a movie or they were filming or... No, it's Marcel. Oh, Marcel is Marcel in the Jean-Claude Van Damme. And then that's also Chandler... Um, finds Julia Roberts. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then she gets lots in the bathroom. Yeah. So, uh, that's pretty much my previous... And so when I watched... I started watching Friends at a very young age. Um, so when I watched it, I was like, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, wasn't like Brad Pitt. 
Yeah. But, so that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe are we missing something because we are not of the right age to make this comparison? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, like... The Rock has definitely made himself more of a brand, I think. Mm -hmm. I think if we're going to go off... Like, I would say that that JCVD is perhaps more the Vin Diesel type. Okay. So, because he's... Because part of why I say that The Rock is Sylvester Stallone is because they both at their... Like, they're goddamn everywhere. Yeah. Like, that, they just permeate through everything, and so that's my thing. Where, where JCVD was You're right. popular, I'm but liking, not as prevalent. I'm feeling more, yes. I, at the Vin Diesel, mm-hmm. that's inappropriate, I think. And still very much in our wheelhouse. Oh, oh. I love Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. And I love The Rock. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so that's why I, I, yeah, I feel, I think it's. A little more, a little more Vin Diesel. Did Vin Diesel do some, was he? What? Was he ever anything before he was an actor, though? I don't know. I don't think he was. Anyway, he's just. I'm just saying that from, like, star parameter, like, you know. Star, no, that makes sense. I was just, anyway, we should move on. Um, there's a lot of, uh, comparisons. So then they, at some point in the movie, I don't know when, um, they, we go back to the 20s and like right before the crash, like days before the crash, um, we go back and it's JCVD's old partner, um, I don't know what his name is, but he's there and he's, yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 and he's buying like stocks of companies that still exist in 2004. Here's my question with that. Here's my question with that. First of all, how long has he been in this past to get this job? Because presumably, even in 1920-whatever, you can't just walk up and be like, I'm going to be the CEO of this company. Yeah, like, well, especially because, um, from, like, most of the 20s, like, it, the, the economy was blo- was honestly booming. Yeah, so I, mean, I don't know. The, the credits the I sort of like, fucked them. How did he get this job? When did he go? How often does he go back to get newspapers? How is he able to go back and forth? Yeah, he's going back and forth all the time. But, like, you can't, like, he's staying in the 20s, like, people there know him. Right. And so it's like, presumably he has some sort of, like, life and... He has to, like, drink the water, which, as I previously stated, would just destroy you. Um, And, like, hang out. And, like, I'm sorry, in 2004, like, I don't know, I had the internet. And if I had to go back to the 20s for long periods of time and be like, oh, television doesn't even exist. Radio hasn't become a huge thing yet. I'm just going to kill myself out of boredom. You had the internet in 2004. This man is still using a, a cassette player. <laughs> this is true. This he is pulls true. out his Walkman. Yeah, that, that he's like, let me listen to music. That's my one reprieve from this terrible garbage they were life. Super optimistic about the longevity of a tape player. Yeah, that, that's what he was. I think, with. Like in 1994, I might have had a uh, a, a, discman. a discman. Yeah. 
No, I mean, and that's, but it's just like, you know, like, the good novels, like, like, some of the good novels haven't even been published yet. Can't enjoy shit. So basically, then Jean-Claude Van Damme shows up in the office and, like, arrests him. Like, there's a fight. Basically, anytime JCVD initially shows up somewhere, there's a fight. But I'm just not going to talk about it yeah. because... It we got time. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's but, only so much space on this card. But what I find uh, interesting slash horrifying is that they bring him back, immediately have the trial, and the sentence for doing this, for time traveling, with the intent to, like, steal money and change the future, is death. Yeah! No, that's, like, that's sort of fucked up. Um, really? And then also, like... JCVD, like, is refusing to, because the guy's like, oh, like, you know, I have to, like, I, it's just like, it's like, just kill me. Like, just straight up, like, just kill me. Um, and then he tries to, like, to jump out the window, and JCVD's like, no, like, I'm not going to, you know, um, you know, gonna do this. And when, and, but, like, stockbrokers at this time, like, jumping out the window, like, that was a common occurrence. Right. Um, because the market was turning and stuff, and a lot of people just killed themselves. And even so much so that, like, someone had literally just done that right before the guy walked yeah. in the building. So he was, like, gonna die and everything. But JCVD then jumps out after him and time travels him back to 2004. <clears throat> which, like, for not wanting to change the past, for people to see two men disappear into a portal... I'm sorry, that's life-changing. Like, at the very least, what they're going to then do, it, like, all of those people are insane. Yeah. Like, that, it's sort of, it's sort of... you got a whole lot of new patients. Yeah. It sort of reminds me of, I can't remember the name of it. Like, I want to say it's like the, I just read about it. But there was, um, in World War II... Uh, in the Pacific, there are all there are these islands that had like people there, but they were like completely removed from the outside world. Like it was like untouched. And then during the war, the U.S. like touched down in these places, did not give a fuck, and like built uh, like you know built like airstrips and stuff for supplies. And then once the war was over, they like took it. Aw- they took it away. Well, these people have are like obsessed with this because their their idea is. I mean, because you know they don't know civilization like other civilizations or anything like that. So they think that <laughs> that it was like a visit from the gods. And so then they so they're the so they will go and like try to like recreate the airstrips in an attempt to like lure the gods back. Because they think that is what's going to make them happy. And that is exactly... Wait, they still exist? Well, that's it. This is... I mean, this is a Wikipedia article I read. Uh, But yeah, like, they did... Like, I don't know if they currently exist, but that's what they did, like, after the war. Um, These, yeah, these little islands in the Pacific. That's what they they did. And, uh, yeah. And that's exactly what would happen if they saw two people disappear and then the guy that what the non-jcvd guy gets sentenced for murder uh with no sort of fair trial uh i'm sorry does the does the constitution just not exist anymore because there is yeah exactly there is no right to counsel there is no (laughs) and here's the thing what i'm i'm confused as to how 
America got away with. I mean, first of all, what does America think it can get away with? But very confused as to how America got away with being like, we have time travel jurisdiction. Whereas, like, if anything, I feel like maritime law applies. Yeah, no, I feel like, I feel like, like this is like a UN designation. Um, but yeah, but like, so he, yeah, but he doesn't have a right to counsel, not a jury with his peers. The only thing they have is right to a speedy trial. Like, yes. that, that is it. That man was caught, arraigned, booked, and sentenced within like 10 minutes. Honest to God, that's almost more effective than the judge dread system where they're all judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah. <laughs> like, and but then how they kill him isn't like, oh, okay, we're going to kill you now. No, they send him back to finish falling through the sky. Yeah. So he dies in that time period. So those guys saw two guys fall, both guys leave, and then one guy come back. That's insane. My only defense for that is that they sent him back to right when just he had jumped and not he and Jean-Claude Van Damme so that really they only just saw the one person. Yeah, but then what happened to that other timeline? Well, that's the thing. This movie doesn't account for multiple timelines. It doesn't explain it. Because at the end, I'm gonna skip right ahead to the end because the end was so annoying. Who fucking cares? You watch this movie or don't. <laughs> I suggest the latter. Because at the end, finally, everything goes right. Well, not goes right. But, so the whole thing was, in 2014, Jean-Claude Van Damme was so sad because he couldn't go back and rescue his wife. It's 2004. What? Okay. 2004. I'm sorry. 2014 would make slightly more goddamn sense. 2004. He's all mopey and shit because he can't go back and rescue his wife. Which, in the scheme of things, I don't think rescuing one non-essential personnel would have really altered the timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the scheme of things. Well, whatever. also, like, does he not tell them the weird circumstances? And then no one else be like, ha, you know, we work at a time-traveling agency. Maybe, Maybe this is related to it, and we should, I don't know, look into this. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, at the end of the movie, he does end up rescuing her, and she's alive, and it's 2004 again. Like, and so he rescues her, this whole big thing, whatever, Rescues his old self, his tenure, his 1994 self, and then goes back to his present time. And then, in his present time, he remember like, everything is different, but he doesn't remember it. Yeah. So this is, he has the, he has the Marty dilemma. Yeah. Where he's in this new time where he just knows nothing. Which is, like, he has no memories of his child of the past ten years. No. He doesn't. He, the kid runs out and says, Daddy, Dad, and he's like, oh, okay, this must be the kid that my wife was pregnant with. And But here's the, here's the real kicker. He doesn't know this kid's name. Yeah, 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 Can't say the kid, can't be like, oh, hi, Henry, like. <laughs> yeah, be like, ah, oh, hi, Spawn. <laughs> awesome. Uh, like, and that's, I, the only thing that I can say where he is in a better position than Michael J. Fox is that he can go to his wife and be like, hey, like, kid, go watch the television for a minute. I gotta talk to what? Okay, remember when I saw you? <laughs> remember in 1994 when I came to visit? Well, I just came back from that time. I don't know what the fuck has happened. Catch me up. Which I think is how that should have ended. Although, I would argue, I would argue, the stress of that night... Oh, she should all, not have still been pregnant. It's a miracle she still had that kid. 
But second of all, she wakes up, I'm assuming she wakes up next to her present-day husband, and, like, would she believe all of that had just happened? Yeah. Because she killed someone. So you think, okay. Yeah, like, she, like, she knows that, like, weird shit's happened. Because he, like, and he has the time travel job. So it's not like this is the weirdest thing in the, you know, like, it's really weird as shit. But it's not out of the realm of possibility. (coughs) And she did kill someone by shooting him in the dick. Which is rad as hell. So. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, And their house has been blown up. Like, if they would have woken up normal, maybe. But you wake up, your house is blown up, and you have, you saw a time-traveling version of your husband. You're gonna fucking believe that story. I wrote some other notes, but I don't really want to talk about it. I mean, I would say that it's best to do just as little talking about... Oh, the the weird, um, like, the weird porn thing. Uh, I did want to mention that, that the, the, the guy who's jerking it at work, and not just at work, but, but at his desk, which is not, not even a cubicle, just... Open floor plan. <laughs> He's got this Oculus Rift thing going. Just He's got some ready. Of the new Galaxy glasses. Yeah, or yeah. Just ready to jerk it. And it's like, oh. And his boss is like, I told you not to do that at work. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Cash. The boss is the guy from Legally Blonde too, by the way. Recognized him. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. We've got some just, real star power in this. Let's just pull. Yeah, let's just quickly pull so, before we rate some things. Also, throughout the movie, everybody's just slipping back and forth into time. Yet there's this entire scene where they go through a launch sequence with a No! That, oh my god! That goes crazy crazy! Because here's the thing. They need the car to get there, right? Right. And then the car, they're not in the car when they arrive. Right! And then they have this little launch pad thing on themselves. They press a big red button and they go back. But they, when they go back... They're in the goddamn car! How do they get out of and back into this car? Well, is it necessary? Is it not? Because I can gain speed? I don't get it. I don't either, because oh. my question is, where's Bruno's car? How does he go back and forth so quickly? Well, he has, he has the prototype, remember? So he does have a car. And it runs through the energy, because that's how, when he, when JCVD goes back, because he goes back to the timeline... And then Bruno fucks some stuff up, and then he goes back to 94, Bruno fucks some stuff up, and then JCVD comes back to 2004, things are different, people don't remember him, which is weird, but whatever, and, but they believe him still. And they how they notice, how because JCVD is like, oh, well, he must be using the prototype car in Maryland, and they check the uh, power supply, because that's what the, the guy uh, who was jerking it was like, oh yeah, they have similar power usage to ours. Yeah. So that's why. But why do they need the power going to but not back? That's weird. Oh, so weird. It makes me very much miss the DeLorean (laughs) and almost miss the epilepsy. Okay, my other thing is, um, (laughs) the... (laughs) So, uh... 2004, Jean-Claude Van Damme goes back to save his wife and his 94 self, 
And so he tells his Melissa to stay upstairs and keep 94s and upstairs at all costs, right? So in order to do that, she, so she's up there and she's like, I don't want you to go because he's been called him to work. And she's, he's like, I have to go. And she just goes, I'm pregnant. And he goes, great, hug. And like, that was so awkward. That great is overstating it. He goes, great. Like, he goes up seven octaves. The wire hanger. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, that's that, that is the reaction of someone who's like, oh god, I should have pulled out. <laughs> like, I didn't mean for this to happen. <laughs> I don't know if I'd argue to that extent, but we'll let you have that's, it. That's reaction wise. There is no happiness or anything. There's just a really high pitched great. <laughs> um, but other than that, the other things I noticed about that's pretty much all about the plot. But um, <coughs> Jason okay. Pitchett doesn't really have any uh, pithy one liners or catchphrases for an action star. Uh he tries them. Remember, <laughs> remember when. <laughs> And he, like, sort of, the weird thing is he, like, brings up the fact that he doesn't have them. Um, and when he's, like, when he, like, freezes this guy, like, and breaks half of him because he's frozen, he's, like, and then he goes to Brit, he's, like, I guess I should have said freeze. Well, doesn't he say freeze earlier? He says freeze and Bruno's, like, that's such a weird thing to say, like, I'm clearly not frozen, which is, like, okay, stop being pedantic, you dickhead. Um, but then the other sort of thing where they're trying to do the one-liner is when the guy's doing his Oculus Rift jerk sesh. Um, <laughs> JCVD has an obviously 80-yard line that is, it's like, it's like, that's what I call safe sex. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, like see, I like that. No, you missed, you missed it. So, like, they try, but I would argue that his his foreignness just prevents it. The other thing that is so, just such a choice, the soundtrack throughout this whole movie is smooth jazz. <laughs> Behind every scene, no matter what. I think that was, like, a choice of, like, from, 90, from like, 1988 <laughs> to 1996. It's just, like, this weird... <laughs> yeah, it's just a weird smooth jazz. It was so No, it was strange, but also, I mean, what I'm sure is the sound guy had a blast cuz there's some very very 1960s Batman sound effects. Like it's very comical. Like it's you could have played Yakni Sax a few times. Um I think we're kind of done talking about I this. think so, the only other thing I have to bring up is that one of, like, the guy, the bad guys, the henchman, has, is dressed in the most upsetting way I've ever seen. His hair is long and curly, but, like, part of it's shaved. He has a very... Up. Yeah, part of it is up. He has a very thick hoop earring, like a weird floral shirt, metal boots, and I swear to God, he's wearing a waist cincher. Like, he has the weirdest shape, and I was like, yep.
Yeah, no, that is some waist training. I, I, it was, yeah, I don't, I, just, I don't like, like in any universe that's what people in 94 dressed like. He's not even from 94. He's from 2004. That's the scariest thing. I can tell you no one was dressed like that. <laughs> like, that's just, oh, that was, that was so upsetting. And that's also, like, not something you'd wear if you had to go back in time. You're like, oh, let me, let me get my waist cincher out. Like, yeah. I don't know, but it's just some of the most upsetting costume choices, and I feel like it wasn't worth the paycheck for that man. <laughs> Shut up. Man, like, never mind. Listen, I'll move back to Kansas. <laughs> that's, that's his IMDb credit right now. It's claim to fame. Alright, so, uh, in case we didn't remember, which we almost did, we uh, like to rate these movies on three things. Uh, the science, the ramifications and the watchability. And of course, we like to do it on the zero out of five flex capacitors. Because we're cute like that. So, uh, the science. What would you rate the science of this movie? Um, okay, I will say that what the movie has going for it is they don't explain how, like, why or how it happens. Which, if you have a time travel movie, like, that's actually pretty solid. Yeah. Um, so I would give it one and a half flux capacitors because that car does strange things. I don't like that. They should have explained that a little better. And I don't like the portal. Yeah. I, I yeah, I give it like a two. Like, yeah. it's, it, it's basically like, okay, they discovered it and it exists and there's, Obviously, science behind it, but other than that, they don't really. Explain. Yeah, I like that they give me the rules. Anytime I like they the rules. Up, like explain the rules, and the rules make sense. I'm like, okay, I can follow this. How can we forget? Okay, so one of the other rules is matter cannot exist in the same place. Yeah, so you can't touch yourself. You yeah, like old you can't touch me. Which and I I sort of thought that that would mean that like you can't like interact with your old self. But it's not. You just can't touch each other, which is yes. okay. That's fucking weird but whatever but so the end of it where how he gets rid of bruno is he pushes the uh 94 bruno onto the 2004 bruno and they merge hey, what is the in the weirdest way possible crazy special effect of ever it's so cartoonish it's so cartoonish and weird it's like something you'd see in space jam yeah it does not follow it no all. um took yeah. me out of it i definitely agree because um, the whole movie was like gritty and dark, and then you and have then this you... like big <laughs> yeah, it's like flubber. Yeah, it was it was really weird. Uh, the ramifications. How would you rate the rank their rate or whatever? Well, I would give the ramifications. It's this is this is like a weird. I I mean I guess. I guess it's pretty good on ramification. Like, they are very concerned about the ramifications of it, and they set up the rules, and I don't think they really, like, they don't really break the rules that much. I, I, I give, I, I <laughs> let me use my words. Um, right. My initial reaction is, like, a three. Like, it's fine. Yeah, that's all. I would say that My I would only, give it, yeah, a, I would give it, like, a three- Three, sort of. My only, my only issue 
is, it does seem like Bruno is stealing a shit ton of money throughout this entire thing. Yes. And there doesn't seem to be, like, like every time uh, JCVD comes back, things are a little bit different, but I don't know how much the extent of things would change yeah. based on the things have. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm unsure of. They don't quite explain the extent to which... The ripples affect things. Yeah, and so that's it. We're yeah, like things are like changed. Because if it doesn't, and that's what I have a problem with. If if all of this like money stealing isn't changing things super drastically, then why couldn't he have gone back and saved his? I mean, he does end up going back and saving his wife, but like theoretically, like you know what I mean from the beginning. Well, I think part of why he doesn't do it is because he's just such a boy scout, and it's like it's against the rules. Oh, that's true. Uh, but yeah, like it's like the biggest thing is the clearly the fact that he deleted Bruno out of everything. Like that's the biggest. But yeah. like that was, I okay. Also, I here's the other thing. <laughs> Bruno was just trying to be like present, like the most powerful person in the world. I don't know. I don't think he had a good enough. Uh, a good enough reason to want to kill people. Like, I think instead of present, he should have been gunning for the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was working real hard to get a locked Congress and not be able to pass any. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, he it was just, like, he just was trying to get money for a presidential campaign, which is, like, fucking who gives a shit? Uh, and also, like, he, I would like to say that all of the groups supporting him are Donald Trump sort of things. Oh, he was very much a dumb, like, yeah, the, the parallels is, between this man and Donald Trump are terrifying. Yeah, to the I, fact that I think we should call JCVD in <laughs> and have him take care of this problem. I think, I, I would like to know if Time Cop may be uh, Donald Trump's favorite movie, and he's just emulating Bruno. He's sort of like Barney from How I Met Your Mother. He thinks, like, Bruno's the hero. It's this <laughs> tragic tale of a man who stopped by an evil foreigner and that's why Donald Trump doesn't like immigrants oh my god we've cracked it guys uh and so here's the here's the last part and this is gonna be tricky because watchability inherently in the fact that it took us so long to watch this it's this is and this is sort of why I felt that like the first two <laughs> I feel like the <laughs> the first two sections, it was hard for me to rate it highly because of how much I did not like this movie. <laughs> and so almost why I feel like, like I felt like that moment I was like, our rating system is flawed because technically I have to give it a decent score. Uh, I would give this, I will give this one flux capacitor because I had some decent laughs. I, it wasn't painful it just wasn't riveting yeah this this it was it was boring and i didn't understand what was happening and i think that if it was less boring like we'd have like it needs to be a lot more rad if it's gonna be this that's the thing like they tried to make it the plot line was super like the, the dialogue was super boring and they tried to make it not boring by putting in these fight scenes but they were all like poorly lit in the same three, like, kick moves. Yeah. So it just wasn't... It's not like when you watch, like, The Fast and Furious. Like, I could give a shit what they're saying to each other because they are doing things that defy physics. (laughs) (laughs) They are jumping cars out of planes. Give me that. Like, that's my... 
that's part of my defense of the Fast and the Furious movies. At least they're doing new shit. You're not watching someone kick him. Kick a person the, the same the way. In the recent one, where the Saudi it goes from the one building, like, through the yeah. other building to the other. Like, that's intense, man. There was nothing in here that I was, like, watching as, like, that's fucking rad. I was just like, I don't, like, I don't know. Yeah. I guess if I'm going to watch an action movie, there are so many other action movies I would rather watch than this. Oh, hands down. Now that ever since I bitched Sylvester Sloan, I'm like, <laughs> I should just watch First Blood. Just get my Rambo but on. But I don't like regret it. Like it's not like it's not like Time Traveler's wife. Right? Yeah, Actively no. I yeah. The I, thing. This is not. Yeah, Time Traveler's wife. I still. I watched. We watched that a year ago, and I still talk about it and how angry it makes me. Uh, yeah. So it's it's not that bad. So yeah, I would give it like one flux capacitor. I'd give it, like, two. I don't know. It, it doesn't... I mean, I, I like don't want to watch it again. I mean, that's true. If we're reading on whether or not we'd watch it again, no. <laughs> yeah, like, it's... Like, I would... Yeah, watchability-wise, like, I don't know. Maybe I was too sober. Maybe this is... Maybe we need to... We needed to have, like, made it a drinking game. Maybe. Every time he kicks or does the splits, take a drink. Yeah. Oh, if, if we if we drank every time he did the splits, we'd be dead. Like at one point, he jumps up and does the splits between the countertops, which is incredible. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's our discussion on on Time Cop. Um, I, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. I think we're gonna do. I don't want to nail us down to anything. But in an order to kind of lure ourselves back into this, I think we're going to do Looper next. Yes. No, we did decide, like, months ago that the next one would be Looper, because that one is watchable from... Yeah. So, fun fact, neither of us had seen this movie before. Usually it's just me who's never seen the movie, but uh, Looper you've seen, yes? No. Oh. I heard it was good. Oh. Well, I'm here because it's got Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it, and I will watch anything. Yeah, I love JGL. I'm a f- very big fan of Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah, exactly. And Bruce Willis knows action. Bruce, so yeah. I'm feeling pretty confident. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, if you are, uh, enjoyed our our episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to the previous two. Uh, if you're just now finding us on iTunes, you will not have noticed there's been a year pass because we just put everything up on iTunes. Uh, please rate and subscribe and review. We read reviews. Um, you can hashtag out of time. There might be a Twitter we made there, but I'm not yeah, there, sure. There is, there is a Twitter. There's an out of time Twitter. You can follow that. We'll remember the password one day. Um, but for more up to the date tweets, you can follow me at Jameson Hudson. And I am at Lala Caitlin. And, uh, I think we're out of time. Yeah, it looks like we're out of time. Bye. Bye.